Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The JLE Experience. I own the music copyright, so don't mute on Facebook. Special treat for you today. <laughs> we had an author, musician, CEO, and the host of Middle Ground with JLE, me, Jeffrey L. Edwards, short for JLE. It's going to be a fun show. <laughs> Popping the trunk, ain't done this in a minute. <laughs> I was just sitting here thinking about it like, man, the last time I done one of these was back, I think, in June or July. You know, and I got a little something to say, you know, make it fun. Um, bear with me, trying to make sure it's live on Facebook. No, I'm not letting the guests do the talking while I'm doing this little part. But it's just me today. So, what up, though, everybody? We're going to have some fun. Wow. Episode 21, season 8. Man. <laughs> I mean, this journey is truly something I didn't see coming. I really didn't. I mean, as whenever a guest asks me about me, and I do want to share a little bit, the original goal of Middle Ground with JLE was just to talk a little bit about stuff I'd be watching on political shows, sports shows, music, whatever, how I view the world. Then I got a little something to say, you know? And it grew to interviewing people and meeting amazing individuals that rock with me, like awesome family. Small business cheerleader, Tisha Hammond, a lot of people she connected with me as other guests connected me with amazing people. And when I had to start, I'm tracking data now and look back, it was <laughs> like November to December last year. I, I had terrible booking because I was doing everything by hand before I learned about calendar app. <laughs> Oh, there she go right there. Family right there. What's going on, fam? Here we're gonna give give a little bit of little origin about this. So people, upcoming guests, and I'm booked until February, which is uh, I'm humble and it's awesome and blessed. People rocking with the middle ground. Um as I started interviewing all these amazing people, when I look back around that time period, it was like wow. I was doing almost four episodes a day because I would do Monday through Saturday. One doing nine on Sunday. Sometimes I would do five because I would overbook, but they were cool. They worked with me, so I was able to still do it. And the content I put out, and I kept hearing put content, content. And it's like, wow. And I had to start really track it. It's like, you're doing a lot, bro. <laughs> you in season five, you in season six, like, whoa, so. Next Friday would be season nine premiere. Like, wow. Now, mind you, I started this during the pandemic. I stopped because I graduated in August 2020, so I was focused on getting a job, get out of Wayne State. Then I came back and rebooted the show around March 25th, 6th, or 7th last year. And in a year and a half time, coming to the end of season eight, over 130-plus episodes, crazy and 
I tell you, my first episode, I was terrified. <laughs> Still crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little terrified doing this. Like, you know, it ain't been you and the camera in a minute, but, you know, my mentality, we're gonna rock it out and keep it going. Appreciate that, fam. Yep. Season nine. Wow, that's so crazy to say season nine. I got a TV show. <laughs> that's awesome. We're gonna keep rocking. So, the goal was just to talk about stuff. If I was to able to get to episode 22 of season one in January this year, at least popping bottles. Like, you did a little something. So, it's like, well, we got to go global. You know, the whole world got to know about the middle ground. We got to keep this thing going, working on the website, the merchandise. It's a few things to get it more. There's a business. I want to make it profitable. Partner with people, sponsorship. Looking for that. Because I know this is something awesome that it spots like a lot of amazing individuals doing amazing things. And the mandate God put me on was to make sure I interview every career field. Because this will be a snapshot for whoever is out here in the middle on what their career field is, what they want to do. I may have interviewed somebody they can check out the episode like, oh, so this the pros and cons of snapshot of what they're doing. Okay, cool. But the only thing you use is appreciate you. We don't say it on here. But, you know, it's technology. We work through it. So it's like, okay. So now it's like, okay, now I'm looking at 2023, and I didn't expect to be booked already. So like, okay. Well, we got to keep it going. We got to keep growing. We got to get better. We got to do more. I, I got to get my merchandise. I'm like, I don't feel naked. You know, I got to have some with the middle ground on so people rock my gear. I'm cool in these streets, no. I'm cool mess with your boy. And the gear going to be sweet. I want to have all kinds, especially workout, chill, casual you can go out in. I want I, I want to have it all. Do everything with this purpose that God put me on, max it out to the fullest potential. But for any future guest that want to be a guest on the show, the goal is to interview amazing individuals doing anything in their career field and celebrate them. The show will be all about you. As if you checked out the episode, it's all about making you be awesome. If you're kind of nervous, I will crack a joke. I will do whatever to make you feel comfortable to share your story. Because I always need that last question. I need that real life game from you to talk about what advice you have for someone trying to find a purpose. Now, and to my concept of thinking, if you're at your most comfortable and reflective, you can get the best information possible for someone that might want to go in your field. So when I, the tagline, we'll treat you like family, that's the mission statement. If you don't feel like family when I do the show, I drop the boss where I need to do better. So I'm always watching other people's shows to see what I can do better as an interviewer to make people comfortable. You know, be more of me because I am kind of outgoing. You know, I'm introvert, which is weird, but let people in more of me. So that's the whole purpose of the show. And if you check the episode, they have fun. You, you can't come to the middle ground and not get chill, relax, chop it up. And like, dang, we've been talking for 30 minutes or an hour and you feel like because it it's cool conversation about you. What made you put the time in to get to where you are? Because a lot of people have a lot of great things in them to do something. But that first step is, man. It can be petrifying to some people. 
Like I written two books. They're out now on Amazon. Hashtag Musician Thought Series. I released two albums, JLE World, JLE Experience. And just them things alone, people I've encountered or chopped it up with will say, well, you know, it's some people that my dream is to write a book, but for whatever, they're terrified to do it or just start putting the words down. So to me, I'm I'm just trying to do the, do the purpose, do utilize every talent God gave me, but I'm not stopped back and looking at <laughs> I'm mad it's not showing who this person is. Who says smooth as butter? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's on it's whatever you're saying, LinkedIn use, but whoever you are, you're awesome. Appreciate that, Tisha. Appreciate it. And I want you to have fun because people are doing some really cool stuff in their life to get to where they are. Provide for their families, excel in their career that they dreamed of doing. They're just trying to make a comfortable living for themselves. And I'm on that platform. And, I, and I'm just, I have an eyeball tracking of people that have jumped on the show. They took off doing all type of other stuff, whatever they're doing. I'm like, okay, I see them out here. So this is a, a, a springboard to get you to go do you, which is awesome. You promote me, I promote you. Work as a team. I think that's the whole spiel of what the show is. Go to my YouTube channel, Middle Ground with JL Lee. It has, I believe, all of the episodes when I first started doing the video aspect because I was only audio. And, oh, what up? That's who it is. What up, Dr. Noble? What up, family? I don't know why I'm saying LinkedIn use on my end. That's so weird. <laughs> Appreciate that, Tish. Yep. And I'm about to make a book of all of the daily inspirational devotions I'm doing. Now, for that, because, you know, God got me on this thing. I need to be totally transparent. I don't like it, but be obedient. I was working midnights in Wayne State, and I would get done by, like, lunchtime, 2 in the morning, and I'd be very reflective. Sometimes I write a song, and when I get in that vibe, I start thinking about life in the world. So I would post. And some people said it would help them. For a while, I stopped. Once I started back, a few times I feel like I don't need to do this. Who cares? Don't nobody care about this. <laughs> what up, though? And someone say, man, that really helped me. And like I see now since, you know, my daily devotionals, I guess I'm calling it, I'm doing. Hey, family. Praying for you and yours. Praying God's comfortable with family doing your time of loss. Much love. And they really said, man, it's be helping. I'm like, wow. Okay. And God is awesome because he would give me something to say every day. When I get to work, if he ain't gave me something already to already write down, I pray for a second and he give me something. I put it out on my platforms. And before, I didn't really get people commenting. You're welcome. But now I get more people commenting like, wow, that's kind of humbling that. Like my homegirl, author Tanya King. Check her out. Amazing author. Get it or get got. Leave the name of her book. She was a guest. And she posts a lot like, man, I needed that for the day. I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. So 
God showing me a little bit of some of the stuff I do, it is helping people. So I'm definitely working to put all those into a book, and that could be your daily pick-me-up of that hype person, just like, look, the world can be on fire. It don't matter. You got this. Give it to the Lord and walk outside, and you're going to have, like, your umbrella just out of nowhere, and you can keep it moving. Yep. As she's saying, the CC saying some people need them. And I'm 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 firm believer on that one. I mean, I have faith of a must see. Ain't nothing you can't do on this planet if you don't as long as you wouldn't put the work in. You be the hardest work in the room, you eventually will get to pay dirt. Okay, I'm loving the comments, okay. Yeah, great. I appreciate that. I believe so too, Tish. Get it out here. And I'm really just trying to be in my purpose because I do got nonprofit stuff I want to do and help people with. There, there you go, Cadillia name. I don't know why I want to say the name out so weird. And just really work on all of it. And I have seen like my teammate, Gina King, awesome. Cyber person, awesome. She's been helping me and I've seen some tracking where people like these. So I might start trying to work this in, maybe do it on my YouTube channel on a Friday night or something, chop it up on whatever, you know. So, is there anything else I need to talk about uh, where we are? I think that's everything. And I might play a little music from the latest album coming up, because, woo-wee, them beats, man. Awesome. Producers, he's been working, so we working to where I can get in there and start recording for the third album and some other stuff I need to work on with some people. Bear with me with that. A lot happened this week. First topic I'm going to bring up and talk about is Senator Raphael Warnick was reelected against Herschel Walker. I was impressed people got out and vote tough in Georgia. Very tough. I mean... A lot of stuff Hershey was talking about really wasn't popping, but it, I mean, it really wasn't popping because I think it was over 3,000 plus people voted. I'm like, wow. You start to see people get more involved with the voting process, which is pretty awesome. But it do bring questions to where, okay, Trump said he's going to run again. What will be the messaging for the Republican Party when they do get to Who's going to go against President Biden? I mean, we know all of the, the, the in and out court stuff Trump dealing with. They're trying, they're trying to get him and change. We're going to see if that ever happens. I'm, I'm skeptical. That's just me. <laughs> but you never know. But they got to rebrand what their messaging is. And even as people, sometimes you always have to go back to the drawing board and rebrand what your purpose is. Just like as I was taught about your LinkedIn, you always got to update your LinkedIn like it's your resume because you may have added a company or done something new that need to be on there because that's a snapshot of who you are, what you got going on. So that would be the question on what you're trying to offer to all the people because it's all about what you're going to do for me if I'm a mess with you. I mean, to me, both parties, nine days, flip over coin. I'm independent, but 
I vote for left tweaking. I mean, who, where the next leaders at? Well, who got some good ideas? That's what I'm looking at. Who's gonna help the people? And that's a real thing. I see that um, Brittany Griner got released this week. A lot of mixed emotions on that one. I learned more. I didn't know that President Trump had released 5,000 Taliban. So that's however you, whatever spectrum you fall on with it. I mean, I still try to keep up with politics, what's going on, who's getting elected, who's making laws. But not too many people really stand out. I mean, one thing that did stand out from the Tuesday elections, you had people build up their own brand that voters could get with. And that might be a good deal. Yeah, I hear you, CC. We was at the barbershop having a debate about that earlier. Because I got to be fresh when I'm on here. <laughs> I used to suck some town like, man, bump like, nah, you got a TV show, Jeff. You got you to be right in these streets. You can't do that to yourself. But I guess going forward, do we feel we have the leaders that really will make a difference going forward? And if they out there, are they getting their messaging out? I don't know. Time will tell. I'm not really sure. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. You know, so, I mean, I still plan to run. Ain't, ain't my time yet, but they told me I couldn't run because I was black. I'm going to run for president one day. Win, lose, draw, I'm going to do it. Just on the principle. Like Big Warren from from Friday. Just press balances about it because no matter what your race is, you can do anything. That's my belief. I have noticed in sports, a lot of people are getting political. So I got, I got, got a vote right here. Appreciate you. A lot, of, a lot of them are getting political and not really thinking about when they put their foot in that water. Like it was a big thing for weeks about Kyrie and him posting about that movie. Movie had some stuff that was derogatory about the Jewish culture and people. I don't think that dude really thought it through. Because now, I mean, today's world we're living in, if you're going to stand on anything, understand what you're standing on. Gonna be some pushback, good, bad, or indifferent. And I don't think a lot of athletes really looking at that. And once that pushback comes, that fire get hot. <laughs> I mean, we all see what Kanye going on. We just pray for that boy. Okay, I feel that goes beyond election. Good point. Good point. I mean, a lot of people have some good ideas, but, you know, we don't, we ain't got them leaders of old where they really was about something. Well, some people want to be that leader, but, yeah, they ain't ready for that smoke. <laughs> I sit back watch like, you thought you was ready to get up there and say whatever you about, but mm, you're going to have some detractors and your own People that wrote which gonna look at you like, I don't know about you, man. You talking okay, but I don't know about that. It's kind of suspect. And so I was gonna be saying, huh? 
Oh, wow. How about that? My older brother. Big bro Darren jumped in on here. Okay. Either the Constitution gives everyone the freedom to speak. Nobody can speak. Now, that's a great point. That's something that really wasn't. I mean, I know Jason Whitlock's show and a few others were bringing up the freedom of speech perspective of he didn't say words of condemning stuff. He just posted. And unless you're posting something really evil, he should be protected under free speech. True. You can't just shut up and dribble. That's a good point. And it's good athletes are taking a stand. I mean, you had the greats of old with Muhammad Ali, what he was going through because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. All the greats back then, Jim Brown, them were collected that stood together. It's like you try to have that now with some athletes, but I don't know if they meet up to like, okay, what you believe in, what you stand for, can I really rock with it? All right, we're going to be a chain. You ain't breaking. So I remember when I was in high school fraternity, they used to have a thing where couldn't nobody get to your line. You know, that was going to be 50 push-ups if one of our line elders would walk through our line of brothers. So you don't see that teamwork from them. It's just everybody giving their opinion, which is cool if you research it and that's what you really believe, but they're going to come for you. And CC said, I think political leaders get caught up in a problem that they make, but afterward it's like, okay, I'm in office, oh, well, sucks to be the public. Yeah, you got to bring up you bring up a great point. It's all cool to say I'm gonna give the Latino people a million, African Americans a million, Caucasian a million, Asians a million. But if you get in there, you find out how the game is really played. Like, uh, you might better give out five hundred thousand in total. You ain't gonna give up no five six million like you said. The real thing would be look here. I promise A B C D E, but I can't do it like that. I can do this. I think people would roll with that better. Because you was honest. And to a degree, on some levels, I think a lot of people roll with President Trump because he said what he felt, good, bad, or indifferent. And to them, they felt that was a little more honest than the typical, you made me A to Z promise and you didn't do none of that. You didn't even tell me why you didn't do it. Um, come to the town hall meeting. Hey, you say he's gonna give me a purple Cadillac. Oh, next question. Like, wait a minute. So I think that'd be the issue where people don't want to say, "Well, I tried, and I've met all these roadblocks, so I couldn't do it." Sorry. Think that'd go a little bit ways better with it. Okay. And I, I think that'd be a big issue. So. That conviction of just total transparency, as people say, is lost. And we have a lot of people saying stuff, but are they really saying the truth? <laughs> My older brother <laughs> playing three card Molly with presidency. Yeah, he, he could do some things different. He really could have. He, he, he may have. He may not really thought it through himself, and he won. And now you got to do the job. That happens in some stuff. I want. I really. And that's where a lot of times stuff I post in the morning. It's always about prepare for the destination because 
man, I want to be making 200 grand. I want to have a house of Bloomfield, a Cadillac. I want to be chilling, family good. And you get there. But it's more work required on that level than when you was just a worker. And when I just custodian in Wayne State, compared to being a supervisor, custodial supervisor now, it's totally them ball game. Work level is totally different. But as I was going through my illest business school, I wanted that smoke. Some the stuff I saw how stuff was ran, like, man, I know I could do a better culture than that. This don't make no sense. And the crew I have have bought into it and it's Candyland. Customer satisfied, building's good, ain't got a problem. But building that culture and, and stabilizing and, and warding it every day is just like your purpose. Every step of what you're doing to get there is, is a process. So if today you didn't really do much, but you took some time for yourself and relaxed, that's okay. You need a little me time. The journey it might take till next year or 2025. But when this happened for you, hopefully you're ready. So you can get right into it and just you know cruise control. Compared to my can't wait, like I know I'm I'm an 80s kid, so I was wondering I can't wait till I'm grown. I can do what I want, eat what I want, blah blah blah. And <laughs> you become grown. You never thought about you're gonna pay bills. You gotta make big boy decisions on everything. As they would call it adulting was the word a year ago. That ain't that fun. It was cool when mom and dad took care of all that for you, and you could just chill. When dinner ready, gotta go outside and play cool. You have to worry about man, I gotta pay light gas, water, get some food. And 22 inflation is high. Someplace eggs is $10. Like, what I'm going to do? You didn't have to worry about that as a kid, but you are dope. Them your problem. So don't be so quick to say, I can't wait to do ABC because God going to give you what you want. <laughs> he better hope you be ready for it. Now, I have seen the Lions been winning. Yeah, I know. Breaking news. The Lions have been winning some games, and they've been competing. So we might be on the right track with that thing. I don't know if I care to go to the game because I like the commentary from the announcers. It just seemed quiet. So I don't know about that. I ain't feeling it. But they are winning. Been to a pissing game, and we do fight. We compete. Maybe a t- maybe three players away from being a contender. And maybe we got the talent. They're just young. They got to keep growing and learning. It's a maturation process. but. The crowd do support. I know my cousin took me downtown for my birthday. It was in November, but we finally got got it to connect this past Sunday at Brass Rail. Right over there, I think Adams and Woodward, down from the Fillmore Fox Theater. They still had Lions fan around because they won. And downtown looked so different, lights on, everything. It felt like I was in Nova because Nova was always everything jumping. That's downtown Detroit now. And the weather ain't too bad right now because normally it's negative something and a feet of snow, something like that. Okay, big bro got something else to say. 
Everyone wants a big picture, but no one wants to put in the work of drawing the picture. That is so true. Keep doing that microwave vibe. I don't want just just make just give me the piece. I don't want to cook it. And the work is in cooking it. That's the biggest thing. Because you're gonna learn a lot of lessons in preparing it. So big bro, you're right about that one. But downtown is cool. I remember when I was finishing up my degree. Welcome back. Cash Corridor didn't have no lights. You didn't want to go over there. Might have seen some of my favorite people, but they didn't clean all the Cash Corridor up. You can walk from Old Main, that Hancock and Cass, all the way down to Illich. And they got all type of stuff now. I'm like, wow. They got a doggy park. They got ice cream parlor, jewelry store. I'm like, man, all this on Cash Corridor. Yeah, Detroit is changing. I do see that building more hotel stuff. Now, I remember I was working at iBio over time, and they had a meeting. And they was asking, of course, about why can't Detroit get the sporting events? And uh, the pushback people were saying, representing, I guess, the sport organizations was, Detroit don't have enough room to fit out all the media, all the people. And the initiative was, from that point, for me just working and hearing, Okay, so we need to get more hotels and stuff. So if we want to get another Super Bowl, everybody can stay downtown. You ain't got to be in Dearborn or Southfield. Everything will fit downtown. You have restaurants to go to, other events, whatever. And don't leave downtown Detroit in Midtown. And they're really working on that now. Still a lot of stuff being developed, and it's pretty dope. I mean, the Riverwalk, man, there's so much stuff over there. Crazy. I remember back in the day, you going downtown, hit the club, hang out. 10 o'clock at night, hey, watch, watch your surroundings because ain't no light sound. It's dark everywhere. It was really real. Now it's lit up. It's, uh, it's stuff going on everywhere. You're like, dang. Okay. That's what I was going to know back because they had a lot of stuff to do. That's downtown now. I appreciate that. I was going to probably come. Appreciate you. That's right. Check out Music and Book. Amazon. Check me out. You can Google me. <laughs> Check out. We're talking smack to Chuck. You can Google me. I, I, I Google myself. It was tripping that I'm overseas everywhere. My music, my books. crazy. But downtown Detroit is on the come up. That's pretty awesome. Entertainment-wise, Fox Theater was always a spot. Shane Park, which is the Aretha Franklin Theater now, always have a great concerts. Damon Escobar, that dude. I remember I went to one of his concerts. My family, older brother Darren, he had posted his music once on Facebook. I'm like, this dude playing violin and R&B hip-hop sounds dope. And he was saying how his first concert, he had like five people, but he kept at it. And... That's a nice experience. Go check out Damian Escobar. And you in the jazz, you gotta check out Will Downey. Big Will, that, that, that's that's grown, grown folks. You grown, you understand about Big Will. Appreciate you. You have Google me. I'm out here. <laughs> but we got a lot going on with I ain't really into plays or musicals. That just ain't my thing. People that's doing is cool. I ain't with you. Mm. 
I did go to one of Shantae. That's one of my favorite artists, so I had to check her out. But sent through a musical. Great talents. I just ain't with it. I ain't with that at all. See, Cece, she know. I mean, a former ex put me on Will Down in 2000. I went because Shantae Moore was performing, but I didn't know about R&B jazz. And that dude, oh, man. I'm like, this dude got some, some dope music. I got to make me a jazz song. <laughs> that was when I first started taking piano classes at Wayne State to get better with the music. Yeah. Yeah, you know that that's yeah, that's grown folks. Real. And Shantae. I think she just got married again. Shout out to her. Awesome awesome person. And I ain't been to a concert in a while since COVID. But uh, do they perform like they used to? I mean the last sweet concert I went to. Was it Usher? No, it was Brian Manite and Babyface at Arbor Hills Palace. That was a dope concert. That's when Babyface did the album with Sorry for the Stupid Things. And I didn't know he played guitar. Because <laughs> that was my favorite artist I wanted to model. Me being a producer and musician like him. Like, oh, this dude is dope on the guitar. I got one I got to work on. Okay. I I got to check out the Soul Train Awards. I'm forgetting that still. Come on. That's like the one to watch where you're going to have. They bring back the R&B acts, the, the real music. BT Awards was all right, but I mean, the 90s, early 2000s was like the last era of great R&B music, in my opinion. You got a few sprinkles here and there right now, but it ain't the same. It ain't the same at all. Oh, wow. Salt and Pepper, Young MC, Tony, Tony, Tony. Young MC still performing? Wow. He living off that one hit, boy. Bust the move. <laughs> Shout out to him. I mean, Sir Mix-a-Lot was big in the early 90s. But you had songs like that. I mean, okay, he was a kid, but I mean, the reunion tours are making money. Before COVID, everybody was doing reunion, even the what they call the legends of hip hop started doing tours because you want to hear some old school hip hop. I know me and my boy did go to a Wu Tang concert, and for the Pine Out, I didn't know Wu was that big. And I didn't appreciate all the weed smoking, I'm retired from all that. I mean, people in front of me, backing me, I'm like, dude, I ain't trying to smell all this right now. I'm going to check out the music and go home. When I got home, I think I had a contact because I, I was a little peckish. <laughs> at the time, my wife laughed at me and her father. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mess with that no more. I'm tired. That was back in the day. Long, 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 long time ago. Long time ago. Who know. And I wonder if Max will ever make his last album. Good evening, Jacquee Showers. Another awesome guest I've had on the show. Awesome lady doing amazing things for God out here. Every Thursday, she has a 
show she does. Go check her out. Check her on Facebook, LinkedIn. Go check her stuff out. She's doing amazing stuff. Now, other entertainment stuff, I did check out Wakanda. About what I expected. Some people said they didn't like it. I mean, friend of mine, we debate. Shout out to my homeboy, Tone. I mean, I call him a Marvel snob. Because it ain't the comic. It ain't the way it was. Like, okay. At least they made it. That's my thought. At least they made it. Yeah, check her out. She's doing great stuff. And Marvel Phase 4 sucked. Nothing connected. Okay, who's the villain? You know, okay, you tell me Kane the Conqueror is going to be the villain, but no movie is tying together to say we all got to go fight that dude. Okay, I get it was COVID. Well, we got to shake it off and I get back to tying stuff together. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people felt that way. They're doing a rush out four? They're bringing everything back. <laughs> I saw it. In- <laughs> I saw a trailer for Indiana Jones 5. Like they got Russell Ford still jumping out here with the whip. <laughs> Man, Hollywood, they gonna they gonna get every drop out of a franchise, boy. But I can't get Thundercats and Voltron. He man, I'm just saying. A lot of great cartoons in the 80s. What's up? We got another Transformer that looks sweet, but it was other great stuff. Marshall Brave Star. I mean, come on, man. I'm just saying, we got the technology. Y'all made Power Rangers. Yep, yep. His he man sister Shira. Yep, that was a dope cartoon. We got the tech. We made Iron Man, and it looked like Iron Man from the comics. So we we can do Voltron. I'm just saying. I've been checking out wrestling again because Triple H is in charge. And man, that dude. It's getting back to the Attitude Era where the where the Rock and Austin them really wanted it, gave a good show, told a good story. So that's that's cool. So I, I thought our rest is dead. These people happy to get a check. They don't want it. It ain't entertaining. Whatever. But it's getting back entertaining again. And and that Sami Zayn <laughs> feeling oozy is hilarious. <laughs> You try to make them cats break character on the in the ring, that'd be funny. And I think back when I was watching it when my nephew Khalil was, we had him being a big rest fan. I used to take him and his friend out to the shows. And I used to buy the, the music CDs. <laughs> they lost their man. I was playing all the wrestler theme music in the car. Great times back then. He is missed. Great times. Now music that I'm working on. I've got about I think eight or nine tracks so far. But just coordinating my producer so I can get back in there and start working on the, the double disc album. Because one album, we're going to do 20 songs. One album is going to be 10 songs gospel. I have a good one. Another 10. Just great music. I want different genres, some old school, doo-wop, whatever. Get real musically creative. That's the goal with it. You know, and since he got his own studio, we really get creative 
like before the shows, we before we would work, we'd pray. And I do the same thing with my guests before the show in the backstage. We'll pray before the show, make sure we do what we need to do. And the last song I worked on was the song that I did on my birthday too. That's like awesome being in the studio on my birthday working on music. And before my nephew was murdered this year, we were talking about him being on my album. And we made some fun and, and dope talking about some real life stuff. So I made the track for that one. I'm going to give y'all a treat and let you hear a little bit of it. You know? Here we go. See what y'all think. Get a little bit, not too much, just a little bit. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was in the mind, we was recording like it got me some energy up tempo and us talking about life stuff. And man, it, it just man, this next album got some tracks that just amazing. I'm still gonna do a classical one too, I'm gonna do one of those, still work on that. And man, I mean these tracks, boy. <laughs> and my producer, I made sure I got some of the tracks he he worked on on the album because he was skipping me sometimes. We, we cracked jokes like, man, you you ain't giving your all, dude. What's up with that? What are we doing? He did that to me before he got a studio where my song about my separation, you will not break me. He let me play. Get behind the board and do my thing. Like, okay. Cause he was like, you know, I be noticing you be at home and you'll come in with the with the instruments because you worked on your keyboard. Like you play piano, but you got me doing all the work. And like, I could have sworn I told that man I work on that stuff. He like, nah, Jeff, you gonna, I ain't working this hard, man. Get over here. I'm like, all right, hey, let me get the car. Let me do it. Let's do this thing. And it ain't nothing like making music. I mean, taking something from nothing and taking an idea all the way through to where it's a song, it's like, wow. I mean, before I write a song, it'll play in my head and I got to get to a studio recorded. So now it's more building from the ground up process to, okay, I want to add this here, do this here. And when we did that track, I'm just going to call it Khalil. We were just adding stuff and like, man, this sounds dope. Like, okay, I need this flavor. I need a little bit of this flavor. I need that. And then we were done with it. Like, wow, got to write a nice vibe to it. You know, a real nice vibe. And the third album, like, I want bomb traps for the gospel. So I got most of them. I might need like two or three more for that side. And the rest going to be, I'm, I ain't want some Frankie Lyman type vibe. Why do fools fall in love? I'm going to take them back. 
and I go at least to 1940 with music. So I want to have like different eras of stuff for the other side, just just musical. You you gonna get you gonna hear this third album just like man, this dude took me on a journey. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like okay, and I already said go get my album, Jelly World, Jelly Experience, my books, music, hashtag musician thoughts on Amazon. More books to come. <laughs> okay, what be your your number one draft pick, Tisha, for for errors? Appreciate that. Now, I think the old school kind of was real subtle on how they built the song, and they really they really had emotion in it. Like you listen to Frankie Lamb, Why the Fools Fall in Love, that, that dude was blowing. You know, every word you really felt him, like Pac. 70s, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. P Funk, boy, we. A lot of great stuff in the 70s. Show. And I'm I don't think I made a 70s track yet. I know we had a 70s parties back in the 90s, but yeah, I could do 70s. I at least want to try to cover at least one of those, at least those eras for the the one half of the album and just see how all that blends. I think that's going to be real dope. Just a lot of great music. And we'll see where we go from there with another one. Definitely working on a few things on for some people. Got to get in the studio for that. Work to get my studio stuff up to where I can be putting on more music myself as well just to get more into that producing perspective of the music. Really build it. I guess for me to ask a few questions, like I asked everybody else, right now my biggest challenge would be making sure I'm productive every day. You know, I'm definitely, you know, first holiday without my nephew and Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year was a real big one, so Definitely checking on people, make sure they're good. My homeboy, checking in on him for his situation. And just make sure every day I'm still working on the brand to get it to where it needs to be. My impact, I mean, I might never know the totality of it, but I have had some glimpses of some people letting me know that whether I post the devotionals or Whatever I've done has impacted them for the better. So that's awesome and humbling that I'm on the right track. And we all, I mean, people watch you all the time, whether you, you know it or not. So that's just, just put your best foot forward because someone's watching. And they might never tell you that you was the inspiration to get them to start working on what they need to work on. You know. And I was asked the last question, what advice you you have for someone trying to find a purpose? I would definitely say ask God. Ask yourself, what would you do for free? And they write down what talents you have that come natural. And then when you find your answer, research it. 
decide if it's something that you can do, you want to put the work into, and then start doing it. Take that first step. You ain't got to be perfect. You're going to fail more than you succeed. I mean, Jordan had a commercial. He was still playing. He took, what, a thousand shots but made one. And that's all you really need. You just need to get it right that one time to get the ball rolling to your purpose, to where you're trying to go, where God wants you to go. And even then, you might fall. Just get back up. That's all. I mean, all the great musicians that I I looked up to, I watched they behind the music stories, and everybody had a different story of struggle, but it was always once they started figuring stuff out, they just kept at it. Like me. If I played you some of my earlier music, <laughs> it sucked. I can I look at it now like I had sounds all over the place. But I was figuring out who I was as a musician. And I kept at it. And it got to the point where I had to get comfortable, too, in being a musician. And if anybody listened to it, be comfortable with them listening to it. Because it was very personal and private. But music is not to be quiet. Just like Bishop Butler would say, when you read the words, you should read it out loud. So as a musician, if you're making music, it's, it's made for people to hear. And the more I kept working at it to find all the different styles I like. I like Will Downey, Boys of Men, Tupac, Randy Travis, for example, classical. You should hear all those different styles in my music. But you won't hear it if I'm not comfortable in what my sound is forming to be. So just like you finding your purpose, you got to get comfortable into what, who you will become along that journey is and embrace it. And somebody might not like you. Oh, you change. So what? You change from the better because you're taking that chance to see how far can you take all the skills God has given you. I'll take it all the way to the end. See what happens. What's the worst you have to lose? You are better off the way you started, providing for your family. You put some other people on. It's not a bad deal compared to you sitting back on your porch dreaming of, man, it got to be more than life than just this. You want to know if you put some work in. Faith without works is dead. Man, you got to do the natural and God do the spiritual. But you got it with me. Bible say you don't work, you don't eat. I believe in that. So you can't get to your purpose if you don't put no work in. I mean, for me to get better at my music where you hear you like, okay, Jeff, I, I hear him. I had to keep practicing. And believe me, there were a lot of times I sucked on the piano. But I kept going. Because <laughs> I got to a point where I could replay someone's song. And Brian and I in town, one of my all-time favorite song just to spaz out on the piano. When I was always practicing, I could just play it. Eyes closed. And someone like, are you, is that Bradway? No, that's me. Like, dang, you you really? But you keep working at it. Steph Curry can't hit them half-court shots without working at it. So whatever it is you're trying to get to or tie into, you got to work at it. 
You can't pop it in the microwave and say you're done. You're going to have to put the ingredients together, all your skills and talents, research, and put the work in. You can't, it, it's inescapable. This and as Thanos said in Avengers, it's inevitable. You're going to have to put the work in to get to where you're trying to go. And keep learning as you go along the way. And there will be bumps along the way, but you still got to keep putting the work in to get to where you're going. And you'll get there. And be better for it. And work out because you need to have your body right to endure what you're going to go through. If your body right, your mind right, your health right, you can focus better. And that's daily common. They can't touch you then. You're working on all cylinders then. You probably break the bad boy like Shaq then when you get there. But I know you can do it. I'm going to get there. The more work you put in the middle ground, appreciate everybody that rock with the show. Wow, I expect all the comments I had today, which was dope. So definitely have more of these conversations about different topics. Keep working to build the show better in different segments of the show. Do more with my page as well. Do more live shows. I'll be sucking on that, but I got to work on that. Something I can get better at. We got another great guest tomorrow. It's going to be a little earlier. So it'll be 4 o'clock start time. She's doing great things out in Texas. Have you find your purpose and another fellow alumni? She's doing great things. Tanya Thomas next Friday. I will probably be at some book event live streaming. Dr. Jan Newby before the show. But season nine premiere is next Friday at eight. Season finale is 4 p.m. Eastern our time tomorrow. For season eight. <laughs> wow. Season eight, that's amazing. So everybody, everybody had a great time in the middle ground. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Friday. I'm putting the show together and put it out. Until the next time, everybody. Have a good one.